welcome to the Road to Wellville podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Terrell. Together we will explore our own wellness journeys, nurturing body, mind, and spirit. Join me as I talk to top wellness professionals from all over the world with a wide range of backgrounds and specialties. I invite you to discover, discuss, and design your own path on the road to Wellville. Welcome. Welcome to the Road to Wellville. This is episode one, my first episode, and I am so excited to record it today. Uh, and this is going to be an episode where I can introduce you a little bit to myself, Michelle Terrell, the host of Road to Wellville, as well as the website wellville.com. So thank you so much for joining me today. Um, it's so funny because I actually recorded the first episode for this podcast over 18 months ago with a phenomenal guest, and um, that was saved on my computer, my laptop, and I thought that laptop was really well backed up until I dropped it in the bathtub and realized it was not backed up. So I'm going to have to re-record that episode, but it actually worked out perfectly because today I get to share with you what really should have been my original intent for episode one, which is um, a little introduction about myself. So hello, I'm Michelle, and I am the host of the Road to Wellville podcast, as well as the founder of wellville.com. The idea for the website came to me around two years ago during meditation, and I'll get into that story a little bit later, but it just really made me feel called to create a virtual space to connect people around wellness, a space above the noise of social media and other areas on the internet. I wanted it to be kind of the space of quiet and safety where people can come and explore what's going on in the wellness atmosphere. This is such a strong passion for me because my own healing journey has been so profound. I've always been interested in holistic health. I practiced yoga from the age of about 18. I was always interested in eating well. And um, my journey just really started though when I became pregnant with my first child. I had always been healthy, but being responsible for a new tiny human really put a lot into perspective for me. And I was honestly really scared about giving birth to a child. (laughs) And I decided that I really wanted to try a natural approach for so many reasons. And when I decided to try a natural approach, I found out about doulas and I decided to work with a doula from the very early stages of my pregnancy. And if you don't know what a doula is, it's basically a trained professional birth coach, and their goal is to help families achieve the healthiest, most satisfying birth experience possible. So they provide physical and emotional support. They give you all kinds of information during your pregnancy, and um, and then even they can be with you during your childbirth if that's what you want, and they also provide 
provide support after you give birth. So it's just this amazing coach to help you through your pregnancy. It's really invaluable, especially with your first pregnancy. Um, so I loved my doula. Um, her name was Angelique. And we, like I said, we started working with her pretty early in the pregnancy. And um, she helped me make sure that um, from the beginning I was getting the right nutrients for my baby. Um, she introduced me to essential oils. This was back in 2008, and it was really the first time that I learned about essential oils. She sent me to the local like physical therapy massage shop to buy some lavender and some tangerine oil that was amazing, and I used that throughout my pregnancy. Um, and she also introduced me to lots of different self-care practices, you know, from Epsom salt baths to um, massage. And it was really amazing. It was such a great experience working with her. And um, she also incorporated something called hypnobabies into her doula practice. And if you've never heard of hypnobabies, it's a childbirth education method that incorporates medical grade hypnosis techniques. And when you use these um, self-hypnosis or your partner can help use these hypno hypnosis techniques, um, it creates this like peaceful, relaxing, more comfortable pregnancy. And I think it instills confidence in the birth partner and it's an easier and much more comfortable natural birthing process. So um, hypnobabies was just something that I practiced from, you know, my earliest day, days of pregnancy. And it was my plan to just keep practicing it daily to help support me uh, during the birth. So she coached us through learning these techniques of hypnosis. And it really felt like deep relaxation meditation sessions. I would listen to them at home every day, lying down in bed. I'd use my essential oils. And I really started to feel calmer and I experienced fewer uncomfortable pregnancy symptoms. I just felt really good overall. I had a great pregnancy. And hypnobabies also introduced me to this power of hypnosis and how the mind affects the body. Although my daughter ended up being breech and I had to have a planned C-section, hypnobabies along with a kundalini yoga practice that I had been cultivating for a few years, those are the two things that really got me through the C-section and helped me to feel calm and prepared for whatever came during the whole process, which we know is so valuable, you know, with pregnancy and childbirth, who knows what's going to happen, right? Who knows what's going to present itself? So it was just so important for me to feel calm and steady within myself that I could handle whatever was coming outside. And um, I just, hypnobabies was so valuable to me. And then as my daughter grew up through infancy and into toddlerhood, my health began to really suffer. And I think it was because I was just putting her well-being first, which I think so many mothers do, right? It's almost like instinctual for us to just especially with our first children when we're young mothers, to make sure they're getting everything that they need and put ourselves on the back burner, right? It's totally natural for any mom, but I became so consumed with being a perfect mom that I really forgot to take care of myself. I felt tired all the time and I started to get new digestive issues. I mean, I'd never had digestive issues before and all of a sudden I'm waking up in the middle of the night with acid reflux and just feeling really run down and bad, right? <laughs> and then my anxiety, like on an emotional and a mental level, my anxiety was like next level. So I went to see my doctor, whom I love. But, you know, her answer was really just a prescription for anxiety medication. And that was not 
what I wanted to do, you know, I mean, I had anxiety about taking anxiety medication, you know, and of course, anxiety medication has its place. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking it. But I just knew that that wasn't for me. You know, I that's not what I wanted to do at that time. Like I said, it made me feel anxious. And, you know, I just I felt like at a loss and I didn't know where to turn for help. Every area of my life, including my marriage, was suffering and I couldn't sleep. I was clenching my jaw so much that it ended up needing a root canal. I mean, I just felt like I didn't know where to go. And I had this dear friend who also had a daughter around the same age as mine, and she also had a newborn. And we would often commiserate about how tired we were. And one day I remember going to her house and I was so used to seeing her feeling tired and run down and looking like I did. And I walked through the door and the first thing I noticed was that she was absolutely glowing. Uh, She was smiling. She seemed relaxed, but at the same time, full of energy, all the things that I wanted. And I thought, oh, she must be taking some serious meds. (laughs) But when I asked her about it, she started telling me about this health practitioner named Joseph that she had been to see. And he had helped her figure out, you know, what was causing her fatigue? What was at the root of the problem? You know, he helped her figure out what was causing that. And um, and then they set up, you know, a way to address it through diet, supplements, different movements and lifestyle changes, which were pretty simple. And, you know, and now she was just feeling unbelievably better and she just looked amazing and I was jealous. (laughs) So I knew I had to see this practitioner. So I made an appointment and I went to see him as soon as possible. And he was over an hour away. We live in Orange County, California. He was in Pasadena. Um, Of course, that's a lot of traffic too, but you know, I had to see him. I didn't care how to get, how I was going to get there, how long it was going to take me. So I got there and once I arrived, it was just his office. I will always remember it. It was just this lush garden outside where I waited for a while. And then he came to get me. I felt like I was at a retreat (laughs) or some kind of spa. You know, he came to get me and he led me into this uh, massage uh, room with a massage table and I just lied down. I felt very serene and just the energy just shifted and I just felt so good as soon as I entered his area. And first we started uh, by talking for several minutes about my health and I told him about the reflux and my anxiety and you know I went into all my history and he asked me a few questions and then I lay down on the bed and he did some energy work. He was holding his hands above different parts of my body. This was the first time I'd ever experienced anything like this. And it was just amazing. It, I could feel the energy swirling around all different parts of my body. It was like, you know, his hands and with his energy, he was unlocking some blocks that had been there and things just really started to flow. So when I look back at it, I think he was practicing a type of Reiki or energy work on me, but I had no idea what that was at the time, but it felt amazing. And, um, it, you know, I felt so many shifts after this energy work. 
But not only did he do the energy work with me, he also recommend made some recommendations that I could do at home, gave me some homework, um, some self-massage on my stomach. It turned out that, you know, my organs had been moved around, of course, logically with my pregnancy and hadn't really gone back to where they were supposed to be. So he gave me some self te- self-massage techniques for my stomach. Um, he recommended apple cider vinegar, which of course is everywhere now. But back then I had never really heard of taking that for my reflex. Um, I remember down the line, he was the first person to recommend magnesium to me for my anxiety. Um, Just, you know, little bits and pieces of homework. He gave me some breathing techniques to help. And um, it just all worked out beautifully for me. You know, within a few days of making these small changes and practicing my homework, I was feeling like a new person too. And so I decided, you know, this is the first place that I am going when I have health issues in the future. I certainly believe in Western allopathic medicine, particularly for emergency situations. But when it comes to chronic issues or other things that I think I can just be a holistic practitioner for, that will always be my first choice moving forward. So fast forward a few years and my left shoulder started to hurt really bad. I didn't know what was causing it. At first, I thought I slept on it wrong, but it got worse and worse. I couldn't throw the softball around with my daughter. I couldn't take my own shirt off without help. I couldn't even lift my arm up above my shoulder. I stopped practicing yoga. I stopped working out and doing all the things I loved. I actually really wanted surgery, anything to help it feel better and to be able to do the things I loved, but the doctors did MRIs and CTs and they said it was tendonitis and surgery wasn't an option and they gave me physical therapy, lots of physical therapy. I went three times a week for many, many months and nothing helped. I was taking several ibuprofen a day just to function. And I thought, am I going to be a woman from this time in my early 30s for the rest of my life living with chronic pain? You know, that was really unacceptable for me. And I don't know how I forgot this major lesson that I had learned previously from working with Joseph, which was that I am in control of my own well-being. My health is my own responsibility. The pain got so bad, though, that I think I was forced to remember. And I started to do my own research and think about what I had talked about with Joseph. And I started to discover how gluten can cause inflammation. This was before the gluten-free trend had really taken off. I was scared. I loved bread. I loved pasta. This was before there were very many good alternatives, but the pain was so bad. I thought, okay, this is something that I'm going to try. So I cut out gluten and within probably two or three weeks, the pain was gone. Sometimes when I would practice yoga vigorously or work out hard, it would come back and I'd have to take an ibuprofen. But for the most part, the daily pain was gone. I was able to dress myself again. I felt very good and independent. And I continued my research and I found an essential oil called Copaiba oil. And now I take that daily and it keeps the inflammation down. And now even if I do vigorous yoga practice, which I do almost daily, or I work out hard, the pain does not come back. So I helped with this joint pain naturally, you know, just through some research and talking to friends and figuring out a natural solution. 
in addition to the anxiety and the joint pain and the digestive issues, really the biggest issue going through my life has been skin and acne. From the time I was 16 until I was 36, I suffered from acne from blackheads to chronically blocked pores. Into my 30s, it became cystic acne and I would get these cysts on my neck that were very, very painful and embarrassing. I saw dermatologists from the time I was 16 until that time I was 36. Quite often, it was every month, I would go to see this one dermatologist. She was like the only one who did this. And she would use the surgical blade to do basically medical grade extractions on my face. Uh, my entire face would be red and bloody for a couple days. And they would kind of go away. And then they would come back the next month and I would have to go back to her. She prescribed me Accutane. I was on antibiotics several times, all kinds of prescription lotions, retin-A, sulfur, and none of it really gave me a long-term solution. I don't know how many times I saw estheticians, how much money I spent on products. Nothing gave me a long-term result. And when I was pregnant with my second child, I continued to do research. At this time, I was off the gluten. And I again discovered through talking with people and just doing my own reading that dairy really aggravates skin issues. So I decided to give up dairy again so hard. Cheese, yogurt, ice cream, these were my staples. And this was before there was really good alternatives for those things that were dairy-free. But it was worth it because my skin was just so painful and it was just really contributing to my pregnancy. I had a great pregnancy, but the skin issue just needed to go away. So I gave up the dairy and a couple weeks later, my skin was completely clear. I don't get those cysts anymore on my neck unless I eat some dairy. I also upped my vitamin D intake, which I discovered through research, and my omega-3s, and that has really been my perfect combination to help my skin be healthy. So I have done a lot of this research on my own. As I mentioned before, I worked with a lot of health practitioners, and this has all kind of come hand in hand to help me discover this way to live my life and be the healthiest I possibly can to overcome some of these chronic health issues that very easily I could have just thought I needed to live with for the rest of my life, but I really don't. Some of the other healthcare practitioners that have really helped me are my Ayurvedic practitioner. If you're not familiar with Ayurveda, it's an ancient Indian uh, form of healthcare, and it talks about three doshas, which are basically like energies, constitutions. There's three different ones. We're all born with a combination of all three, like our own unique combination or constitution really. And when one or more than one get out of balance, it can really cause major health issues. The three doshas are vata, pitta, and kapha. You can look up more about them. I'll link some resources in the show notes here. But um, I discovered with working with my Ayurvedic practitioner that I was very dominant vata energy and it was really out of balance. And when it's out of balance, it makes me feel scatterbrained. It makes me feel my skin's very dry. I feel 
very cloudy and also my sinuses uh, will give me issues like a runny nose or block sinuses. There's a lot of different ways that this energy when it's out of balance can manifest itself in a negative way. And she really helped me to get that into balance, to get my doshas into balance through what I was eating, diet, not just like the nutrients, but also the tastes through smell, through feeling and touch, through music, through sight. Ayurveda really uses all of the senses to help us get our body, mind, spirit back into balance. So working with an Ayurvedic practitioner was really invaluable for me, as well as working with various intuitives and Reiki professionals, energy workers. I worked with a medium about a year before I became pregnant with my son. It's when I was considering having a second child and she saw my son over a year before I became pregnant. And the messages that I received from her were very grounding and at the same time inspiring and have really helped me on my motherhood journey. Also, I have worked with Reiki practitioners. And what I love about Reiki is it really moves the energy. You can work with a Reiki practitioner in person. You can work with a Reiki practitioner from a distance. And when you get that energy dialed in, when you can work through the traumas, you can work through emotions like fear and anger. And it also works on a physical level. So when you get to the root of these problems, you notice physical ailments are actually being released and going away as well. So working with intuitives and energy workers has been life-changing for me also. So working with these energy workers and different holistic healthcare practitioners really inspired me to start my own journey of being not only a student, but also a teacher, a coach, a guide myself. So in 2003, I started yoga teacher training and I became a registered yoga teacher. I have taught in studios professionally. I have taught private lessons, events, and I've also taught in classrooms with elementary school students. And then in 2015, I went on to study at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and I became an integrative health coach myself and helping others in all these different ways in their pursuit of wellness has just brought me so much joy and inspiration. And I think that's kind of been the jumping point of starting wellbill.com and the Road to Wellbill podcast. Part of my wellness toolbox has really been a daily morning practice. And so every day I meditate for about 11 minutes a day. Sometimes it's kundalini yoga. Uh, Sometimes I love using the Insight Timer app or sometimes it's just sitting quietly. But during that meditation, the morning is when I get to listen to what spirit has to say to me. And I try to get quiet. And I usually get a lot of inspiration during that time. I always ask spirit to guide me with joy and focus, passion and compassion towards the greatest good and towards the will of spirit. And a couple years ago when I was meditating, uh, it came to me this idea of Wellville, the website. And Spirit told me at this time to build this space where people can connect from all over the world, a space where people can learn and teach and discover amongst each other. So, you know, in the end, finding your own path to wellness is certainly an inside job. 
But at the same time, it's also a team effort. How can we find new ideas and inspiration without teachers, guides, coaches, friends who are like-minded? This is the idea behind Wellville. And I started this podcast to give a voice to the wellness professionals doing their own unique work, as well as those who have found their own wellness and healing. Every week, we'll share stories of light, wellness, and healing. If you like what you hear and you'd like to learn more, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. And don't forget to rate and leave comments. We'd love to hear them. And thank you for joining me on the road to Wellville. Thank you so much for joining us today. To learn more about today's guest and a wide range of other wellness professionals, please visit our global wellness community at wellville.com. W-E-L-V-I-L dot com. I wish you so much wellness and I look forward to meeting you again on the road to Wellville.